0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Hot Tag. I am Christy Francesco, and we're going to keep this open short and sweet. Uh, We talked to Bob Grote of the Delco Times this week about the Eagles um, as they are uh, knee-deep into training camp. Uh, Their first game, I believe, is next week. Um, We talked so much about Carson Wentz, uh, the the future uh, of this franchise with with the contracts that they've signed, the explosiveness of what can be of this Eagles offense, where uh, this team can go with Carson Wentz, positive or negative, Uh, how important this season is for Doug Peterson uh, as the head coach and how this could be the most important season um, of the Doug Peterson era, so to speak. Uh, We talk a lot about the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm very much uh, looking forward to you guys here in my conversation with Bob Groots. Uh, You can check him out at DelcoTimes.com and at Bob Groots, G-R-O-T-Z on the Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter at CDFran24. Um, Regarding uh, next week's show, not sure what's going on. I know for a fact, uh, Jason Miller will be back uh, at the helm with Uh, yours truly we're going to preview the biggest party of the summer and that is uh, WWE SummerSlam so we should know for sure by next Tuesday night the final card For this event Uh, It's one of the biggest events of the year For the WWE As it will be in Toronto, Canada Um, So it should be a huge event For the the WWE And there's a couple things I want to talk about AEW as well I heard a great interview Out of Scott Hall That I think he did earlier this year And man, it brought up some crazy I guess you could say conspiracy theories On his end But they sound super logical And I really want to talk about that uh, With Jason and maybe even Kyle Barone uh wh- what they think of of what Scott Hall said and what he believes is going on with the AEW uh he believes everything is positive. I mean, I'll, I'll just I'll say that. But he brought up some interesting news on, you know, did the AEW really sell out their pay-per-views in four minutes? Uh, Scott Hall thinks yes, but not in the way that uh, traditionally we would think tickets are sold. Um, and he believes uh, one of the reasons uh, that the Khan family even wanted to start the AEW and back then financially has to do with the NFL and the, uh, returning XFL. So, so much that we're going to dive into next week. Um, I'm going to hop on out of here. Uh, I really do appreciate the, the response that we got from the couple's Q and a last week. Uh, it was a lot of fun to record. Uh, also scary to record. Uh, if you have heard the podcast and heard, uh, everything that we talked about and dove into uh, Nonetheless, so much success from that one I really do appreciate that uh, Real quick, before I hop on out of here I want you guys to go over to CollarAndElbowBrand.com uh, Check out all of their, their new stuff Anything that they have up there to begin with It's a, a great wrestling brand website um, It's not a WWE brand It's not a, an AEW brand, Impact, anything like that It's, you know, regular uh street fashion clothing meets professional wrestling and i love it um i have a lot of apparels my favorite one that they have right now is the bad street uh CXE t-shirt which is paying homage to uh, you know uh the, the, the fabulous Freebirds. and uh definitely check that out i know i, I have that shirt um i also have a the camo um tank top and, and, and a camo hat and I know one of my, cut my buddies have already purchased the, the Bad Street uh, t-shirt. So head over to collarandelbowbrand.com and when you guys go to the checkout, make sure you use the code HOTTAG, H-O-T-T-A-G one word, and you guys will get 10% off your order. The prices are great, they're very affordable and great quality stuff. So go over to collarandelbowbrand.com and use the code HOTTAG for 10% off your order. Alright, on the other side we have Bob Groats, the Delco times to talk some Eagles football hope you guys are ex- as, uh, as excited uh, as I am a uh, great conversation thank you so much to Bob and uh, I will catch you guys on the other side for the close of this show so have a good have a go in here and enjoy the interview guys Welcome back, Hot Tag. This is Chris Francesco and on the line with us right now, uh, he, in, in any form of podcasting that I have done for a long time, uh, this guy has always uh, just given me uh, all the time in the world, and I really appreciate that. He is from the Delco Times. Uh, he is a great Bob Groats. How you doing, Bob? I'm
1: doing great, Chris. Can you hear me
0: all right? Perfect. Loud and clear. Awesome. Um, now, uh, you've been covering uh, training camp since day one, correct?
1: Yeah, well, since '92, right? Oh my god. Right gosh. after, right after Jerome Brown passed away, and uh, it was out at Westchester in that 1992
0: year. Oh geez, now uh, a lot of the just to kind of talk about the, I guess from a fan's perspective, um, a lot of people uh, have issues with the Care Complex being the end-all, be-all now for for training camp. Do you miss the days of Lehigh, or do or do you prefer? Um, I guess you could say, like, basically the world-class facilities that they have now. What, as a writer, maybe from a fan's point of view, do you miss the Lehigh days? Yeah,
1: I, I do. I mean, I, but I'll tell you this: I, I complained about that all the time. That's right. <laughs> back, you know. <laughs> the drive up was great. The drive home was, was tough. Uh, you could stay at a hotel. Sometimes uh, you would actually stay in the dormitory where the uh, some of the, the Eagles uh, employees were working, some of the media relations types. But um, yeah, I mean, I, and, and the thing about that is, and I, I still believe this, Andy Reid still goes away, by the way. He still takes his team away to training camp uh, with mm-hmm. the Chiefs. And I thought it was an excellent way to bond. I mean, there's there's nothing else for the guys to do but be around each other. I, I know they can they can have a similar, you know, they can schedule meetings here with uh, practices at Novacare. They can, you know, they can pretty much fill up the schedule. But uh, you know, staying in uh, staying in that hotel and staying in a hotel like a, a couple hours away and uh, away from a lot of distractions and that I think that those are two different items. I I really think that helped bond them. Um, and, um, so I, I think that that's missing a little bit
0: now going to just jumping into what's going on this year. Um, uh, the the big story around the Eagles obviously this year and uh and you've written about it has to do with uh I guess it, Carson Wentz the quarterback in yeah, hell now that yeah. now that they have moved on from Nick Foles completely it's it is 100% uh the, the the Carson Wentz you know it's it's his team so um what is your sense of the feel around around him you know obviously that article that was written in the offseason about him that was very disparaging how have yeah. you seen Carson handle this training camp? And how have you seen maybe his teammates maybe rally around him thus
1: far? Yeah, he's, uh, you know, there's, there's just no doubt about it. And as, that sounds ridiculous. Well, yeah, there, there can be no doubt about it. It's, it's definitely not Nate Sudfeld's team or <laughs> Cody Kessler's, you know, or, or uh, Clayton Thorson, the rookie fifth-round pick. <laughs> but he he's becoming a little bit... You're starting to see a little bit of his personality. Which I think is, uh, I think it's great because we don't, we still. I don't know why Carson Wentz feels the need to uh, stuff who he really is mm-hmm. front, and, you know publicly. But uh, you know that that report and uh, that was by uh, Joe San Luchido. That report where anonymous teammates were were critical of uh, basically his leadership and and uh, you know they. I, I think there was some validity. Validity to that, and um, you know, he he was just—he was almost reclusive for a quarterback. I know when you're hurt and you're not part of the game plan, you got to stay out of the way. And uh, he tried to—you know—people, teammates said he was—he was a big help and everything. But uh, I mean, it it was weird. Chris, we would walk down the hall, and Carson once would be there, and. Instead of saying hi, he would pretend like he had to do something else after looking at us. You know what I mean? Like, Wow. It was that, you know what I mean? Like, you, you know, you're walking down the street, and it, it was like we were strangers, you know? And right. I know it wasn't just us. I know it was other people in the building. Now, there, there was another example of that, by the way, <laughs> in minicamp. He's coming out the front door, and there were like four or five of us writers. A perfect opportunity... And, uh, someone like, uh, Donovan McNabb would have seized this to say, to look at the media and, and say, Hey, you guys. I'm sorry. I told you before, no interviews. You know, make it make a joke out of it or something. Mm-hmm. But Carson didn't. Carson looked at us. He definitely saw us. And then he looked. Uh, then he reached in his pocket and pulled out his phone. And I didn't hear any phone ringing. <laughs> so he's still not there. But but teammates, you know, he he's doing some. He's doing some. Uh, he's been having the offensive line over for barbecues at his place. Uh, he went to Houston with the receivers to work out. Do some bonding there, so he's definitely making an effort to uh, to to show them, show teammates hit that side of his personality, and he hadn't done that before. So mm-hmm. that that's kind of interesting, and uh, that that's a positive in my opinion. But uh, I I would love to just see him really just take control, and and I'm not saying speak out against the organization, but have an opinion and and show the guys in the room that he's fearless, you know? And uh, and that could take the form of a lot of different things. I'm still waiting to see that. And you can't really tell in training camp, but, uh, you know, during the season, it'll be interesting. And, and by that, I mean, I, I just won't forget this last year, Camus Grugier-Hill, he, he uh, kind of, he made that comment about the Eagles wanting to go down to Dallas and make them choke. And um, and you know how that got blown up. and uh, But, you know, Grosje Hill is a real team guy, and I think that would have been an excellent opportunity for somebody like the quarterback to say, hey, you know, he said that, I don't know, uh, you know, I, I don't, I, I wouldn't say the same thing, but I got his back. You know what I mean? And, and that kind of thing. And just kind of be the guy, be the leader.
0: Right. Now, do you think this is a loaded question? Why? Why do you think he isn't that way yet? Do you think he maybe has like maybe his agent or maybe like a guy like Doug Peterson who says, look, you know, this is a city that, you know, 99 percent of this of this population of Philadelphia. All they care about is Philadelphia Eagles and your And the quarterback is the focal point of, of that world. Do you think he might have somebody in his ear, like yeah, an agent I, or Doug that says, look, you know, you can talk, but just be careful because they will yeah. analyze everything that you say. Right. I, I think
1: you hit the nail on the head, but you know, that said, I, I think there, there is fear. And I think he, I don't know who's giving him the instruction, but you got to be yourself. Yeah. And, uh, and that's easy for me to say because I'm not the guy who just signed a four-year, $120 million contract extension. But you, what you said is that's interesting. And, I, and I'm and i not blaming it on Doug, but he's got to step up. Carson's got to step up and, and be himself. You remember Donovan McNabb? He took a lot of criticism. Yeah. But I think he he realized that no matter you know if he, if he stayed quiet or if he said something, he was going to be criticized anyway. He was the quarterback. And I think he accepted that, not always – you know, I mean, he had his, he had moments where he was really upset, but hey, I mean, I I respected him for that. He he spoke his mind, especially throughout that uh, Terrell Owens situation where Owens was suspended for the last eight or nine games of a season of uh, the two thousand and seven six season, and he basically ruined the season. Mm-hmm. So I'm just um, I, I need I really need to see that just because we know what he could do on the field, and I think he would win over. And not that he doesn't have a lot of fans already, but I think he would answer some questions and, uh, and some of the more skeptical fans, you know. And I think he'd get a little bit more of a, even a, a grace period with his injuries. Mm-hmm. You remember Jim McMahon when he, he got hurt like every other play? <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> he,
1: when he was backing up, I mean, he stepped in for Randall. Mm-hmm. People loved him because he, he said, he just spoke his mind about you know, what the other team was and he, and he was respectful <laughs> what the other team was, what, um, what the game meant, you know, what, why he was there, you know, what, what he had to do. And, and uh, also that toughness, you know, playing anyway, that, that got people's attention. I think once could, I, I think he could do the same sort of thing. And, uh, and I'm not suggesting he's as brittle by the way, as, um, McMahon was at that stage of his career. But, uh, I think that he could really I think that uh Carson Wentz could really win over some people and I think he has to do that. I think he still has to win over some people. They're they're not just skeptical <laughs> of how he is as a player physically, but uh how he leads. And uh so there's work that has to be done. Other people would say, well, you know, winning, that that's leading and yeah, to an extent it is. But um uh, I I think there's there's still work to be done. In terms of who he is, how he expresses himself, and uh, and, and how, you know, he kind of, I mean, he says the right things about the Eagles fan base, but uh, I don't know. I, I think he needs to, to work a little bit more on that part of his uh, persona.
0: No, for sure. And then moving forward with, with Carson as wow. a quarterback, and obviously he is the, the quarterback of the future as of now, are you a, a believer in his ability to get this team back to that Super Bowl level?
1: If he if he stays healthy and that that really is a big uh, question in my mind. It, it, he hasn't uh, you know, two of the last two of his three seasons he hasn't been able to do that. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's really you can you can see some of the work. I, you know, he, he's lost weight. He's he's uh, he's put more muscle on his body. We we know just a little bit that you know he's told us that he's changed his diet and uh, different things and all of this is is aimed at uh, trying to, uh, per- to to prevent injuries to avoid injuries and uh, you know make him stronger and and that's a big step too um, I, that can't be understated mm-hmm. um, and. And uh, but but uh, you know until it actually happens, uh, uh, that's the question I'll have. I mean I, and this isn't a knock against Nate Sudfeld, but he's played like a, only a few plays.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He has one touchdown pass. In um, he, he was drafted in 2016 as well as as uh, Carson. He's got one touchdown pass. I mean if he has to go in, I, I don't feel nearly as much confidence as I would if Nick Foles was in there. And and by the way, there there's the other thing too. Chris like uh how how would Carson react um to adversity uh and and the inevitable comparisons when that happens to Nick Foles
0: yeah yeah, that, now and I agree and to to kind of shift away from Carson cuz I mean we could spend, you know, 45 minutes just on this topic right. of Wentz. So, uh, you know, he got some they 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 grabbed some weapons, big weapons for him on offense in the offseason. They brought back Deshaun Jackson who seems to be ageless. Uh they brought in Jordan Howard, a big power back. Uh they they signed Sproles, uh which I want to ask you a little bit. I, I I didn't understand that too much, but um
1: I'm with you. I I don't know about the, the Um, I'll I'll just
0: I'll ask Yeah, yeah, I'll ask you that real quick then. They have Miles Sanders, they have Corey Clement and Jordan Howard, who is like that horse of a running back that, you know, like Garrett Blunt was five years ago who can have twenty to twenty five carries a game. What was the need to bring Darren Sproles back? I think they
1: still have concerns about uh, Corey Clement. Okay, you know his his uh, his knee. He he did some seven on sevens recently, and uh, he he he's looking better, but he's not all the way back from a knee injury. I think there's some concerns about that. And then uh, you know, Miles Sanders. I mean, that uh, he missed most of the uh, off season with a with a hamstring. So, and he got uh, you know in practice today. He twisted his foot or ankle. They wouldn't be specific. He hobbled off to the injury tent and then walked back to the field. He said he's okay. There's going to be some further evaluation. I think it was purely uh, an injury thing. They have questions there, um, yeah, Clement and, uh, and uh, also um, – sanders I, I think there's uh and and he's the guy he's a guy that can catch the ball jordan howard still I, I gotta say this about him he he's shown a little bit he showed me that he can catch the ball but i i need to see that in the game mm-hmm. um sproles you know how he is he's yep. really doing it sanders looks fairly smooth doing it and i thought clement was pretty good at it and productive so I think it was injury concerns, and, uh, you know, we'll we'll see. I I don't know how much uh, you can expect Sproles to have left at
0: 36. For sure, and, you know, you have the rest of this offense with D-Jack, you have Alshon, uh, Nelson Aguilar, uh, JJ, and then you have these two incredible tight ends and Ertz and Goddard. Um, how has this offense looked both? I get, I mean, well, everyone looks, you know, I would look great in shorts out, you know, not being touched out there, but how has this offense gelled? You think thus far in shorts and now into pads and with next week being their first game.
1: Yeah, it, it is. It's still really tough to, to, uh, to gauge. There's some great plays. Um, uh, and last week, uh, Goddard, Dallas Goddard looked great. And, uh, this week he had a couple drops. I mean, I, I thought he was, to me, it looked like, uh, with him and Ertz, with Goddard and Ertz and, uh, Rogers there, I was thinking about, uh, it was making me think about the Patriots with Gronkowski and the late, uh, Hernandez, mm-hmm. how formidable they were. And, uh, but um, he, he's had, he had some struggles. Uh, Wentz has been up and down, um, but you know I, that none of that stuff really bothers me at this point <laughs> because it is it is training camp. And God, I mean, you watch some of these practices, Chris, and you wonder why they're even doing this. Right? Uh, stakes and everything. Uh, it's been really hot, but uh, there's just not enough contact. And to me, that's the way that you really. Get your timing down and evaluate. And uh, although Deshaun Jackson, uh, I asked him about that today uh, specifically. Did don't you need the contact and the, the more physical thing to get your timing down? He said no.
0: So <laughs> of course he hey, no. no, said <laughs> no. right, exactly.
1: But he said you could do it there. But uh, I, I to me, training camp. The only the, the objective training camp is just to get through it healthy, and um, and the preseason I don't expect the starters are going to play a lot. So
0: yeah, and then um I mean uh, uh, who was it the uh, Atlanta Falcons have already said that Julio Jones won't play one game in the preseason,
1: right? So. And I don't you know you know what I wouldn't play Deshaun Jackson at all. Right, I agree. And uh, and, and Wentz, uh, you know I I you know if I gave him a series or two. I wouldn't play him the last two games. I, you just just get to the starting line; they know what they can do. But uh, but you're absolutely right about the, those weapons. I mean, you look at that stuff on paper; they they could take a few injuries, you know, and uh, and still be effective. And I think that's what they're thinking. They're they're in it for the the, the long haul. And you look at that NFC East; uh, the, nobody has that kind of depth. The Cowboys have talent, but they don't have the depth the Eagles do. The Redskins are a mess, um, you know, with the, the quarterback situation due to injuries and the offensive line. You, know, you, you name it. They got problems there. They got a lame duck coach. And then uh, the Giants, wow. I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens with uh, with Daniel Jones and, and uh, Eli Manning, but uh, I don't see them really... I think all those NFC East battles are difficult. They're, they can be tough, but I, I think the Eagles could... Uh, They'll probably split with Dallas and um, sweep the Redskins and uh, the Giants. So that all, that alone almost puts you in the playoffs.
0: No, for sure. And Pro Football Focus came out with their rankings. I think <laughs> that it was yesterday. They had the Eagles as the number one receiving corps, a pass rush corps on defense, and then the offensive line. So you know this Eagles team is, I mean, as stacked as ever on paper, of course. So do you think? And this, I guess, you could take away maybe last year, but do you think this is? Thus far, the most important season of the, I guess you could say, the Doug Peterson era, because yeah. this is the such an incredible team. Again, on paper, but I mean, I, everywhere you look, there's either an All-Pro or or a Pro Bowler.
1: Yeah, no, you're you're right, and and the other thing, and you know, somebody could debate me from the front office about the salary cap and all that, but when this money starts kicking in for Wentz, they're not going to be able to get as many pieces as they used to. So this is huge for them to, to, for Carson Wentz and this this team to really put its stamp on this season. It's going to be a different team next year. It's different every year. But uh, once the, 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 uh, the salary cap, once the money starts kicking in for Carson Wentz and some of the other players as well, um, you're not going to be able to get the same quality depth that you have this year. So it, it's crucial for them to, to do something with this, with with this uh, assemblage of uh, talent.
0: No, for sure. And um, we're talking to Bob Grotz from the Delco Times. Bob, now before um, I let you get out of here. I think I guess I've held you too long here. <laughs> um, what, what is the one thing, or maybe the uh, the one player you'd like to see more out of? Uh, maybe that had a lot going into this this training camp. What do you, is there somebody that you're expecting to see a lot out of? Uh, maybe an on the bubble type guy. I know um, I heard I heard someone say that you know Corey Clement could be an on the bubble guy. What wh- what are your thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, I, I think that, you know he, he could be just because of the, the health kind of thing, and uh, they uh, you know they, he's had kind of a strange injury, and uh, he's not been real, um, real out, real helpful in, in describing what happened. I you know there's there's some kind of contentious thing with that injury and how, and I'm not sure exactly how it happened. Maybe it was the rehab. Uh, we know that the Eagles have gone through two two completely different medical staffs. The last two years, well, it's been three and three years if you include the old regime. Mm-hmm. So there, there's something strange going on there. He could be on the bubble. Um, yeah, he needs. He definitely needs to show something. I think this is uh, probably the last year in Philly for Jason Peters. I, I, as a matter of fact, I, you know, I mean, we got. That's why they drafted uh, Dillard, Andre Dillard, out of the offensive tackle out of Washington State. So and Sproles, you know, I. It's going to be tough for him uh, just to be. Um, be himself through the whole season, and so (laughs) these are guys that um, you know, these are going to be some of the changes, but in terms of um, guys I want to, like, see more out of, um, to me I I mean, I like Jordan Howard the running back, but uh, I really need to see him um, just kind of like I I need to see something from him you know, Mm I need to see some kind of a a, you know, that that real ground and pound type of presence, I mean that's going to be crucial for them and uh and he's had a he has a track record of showing up so that that's going to be important and uh, and also uh the um you know really i mean not on the bubble but you know what we were talking about before with Carson Wentz if he plays all 16 you know that that will be that'll show me something so and uh but you know all all stuff considered I, you look at that division again you look at the look at the NFC and uh, if the quarterback stays healthy, I don't see how they can not win 10 or 11 games and, and uh, be playing their best in uh, in January.
0: I agree. I think if we get 16 games out of that quarterback, Bob, I really, truly think you could be seeing an MVP. I really think that way.
1: Yeah, and, um, and I hate to keep bringing it up, but that's the key. You're I mean, right. really yeah. yeah, I mean, you can't avoid it.
0: No, you can't at all. And you guys, you guys can follow Bob on Twitter at Bob Groats. Um, Bob, thankfully, I, I've noticed that you do not tweet play by play from training camp. So God bless you on that yeah. one. Um, yeah, <laughs> I really appreciate that. Uh, but uh, no, Bob, I really hope. Um, to keep talking to you. I really want to hopefully maybe get you on as a weekly thing after each Eagles game midweek to prepare um, for, for games and then review the past ones. I would really love to get your opinion every week. So hopefully we can lock that down. Um, yeah,
1: I don't know about every week, but we can, then, we, you know, I can, I can check in with you. I, I do this, um, I, I do this show with Meryl Reese too. Yeah. Yes. Makes, uh, during the week. And I, it takes up a lot of time. But, you know, we'll, I'll, we'll work, I'll work. Oh yeah, for sure. No, no. Yeah, yeah. And it's been a lot of fun, it, you know.
0: No, I really do appreciate it, Bob. Thank you so much, man, for for taking this time out. All
1: right, I'll talk to you later. All right, thank
0: you, Bob. All right, that is Bob Groots of the Delco Times. I love Bob, and as you guys can tell, that basically gave as much Eagles fix as possible. He is down there with the Eagles each and every single day. He talks to the players. Um... You know all day, every day down there uh, at the Nova Care Complex. So, um, a lot of good things to take out uh, regarding Carson Wentz, uh, regarding um, the offense, why the Eagles uh, decided to re sign there Sproles, where they're going from here, how important uh, this is of a season for for Doug Peterson. Um, a lot of great Eagles talk. Uh, when we come back, we will wrap things up. But once again, you can follow Bob Groats on the Twitter uh, at Bob Groats. That's B O B G R O T Z. Um, so, definitely check him out there and give him a follow he's phenomenal um, also uh, just a wonderful writer uh, over there at DelcoTimes.com uh, so I am C. Francesco this is the hot tag we will be right back to wrap things up uh, and just check out these words All right, they're giving me the go-home cue here. Uh, I mean, actually, my wife is giving me the go-home cue here. Uh, so thank you so much to Bob. Uh, really enjoyed that conversation. So much insight uh, to the inner workings of the team right now, the decision to, to bring back Sproles, uh, Deshaun Jackson, uh, where he sees Jordan Howard uh probably the most forgotten acquisition of the offseason for the Eagles, which was Jordan Howard. And uh, so much talked about Carson Wentz, and I really appreciate Bob going really in-depth uh, w- w- with my questions regarding Wentz and, and moving forward with him as the franchise quarterback where, you know, I, I personally believe Carson, if he plays 16 games, I'm telling you right now, you guys are looking at the 2019 uh, NFL MVP. Uh, I firmly believe that. And I say that on all platforms, if you follow me on all of them. So thank you very much, Bob. Next week, like I said, it'll be Jason Miller and I returning, maybe even Kyle Barone to give you guys a a preview of SummerSlam, uh, which should be finalized. The card should be finalized by, you know, next Wednesday or so by the time we record that episode. Uh, thank you so much. Once again, guys, collarandelbowbrand.com. Go to the checkout. Uh, use the code Hot Tag, and you'll get 10% off your order. And it helps us out uh, on the back end to continue this podcast, giving it to you for free here on Anchor.fm, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Um, anywhere you guys hear podcasts, you guys can find the Hot Tag. And I really do appreciate that. Um, so I hope you guys have a great rest of your week and weekend. Uh, be safe. God bless you guys and uh, I will catch you all down the road Uh, have a good one